Welcome to the Digging Deep ATVMX Podcast with your host, hailing from Kakana, Wisconsin, riding a CST Tires SSI decals, traveling back Yamaha YFC450R, four-time ATV Motocross National Champion, number 25. Cody Jensen. What's up, everybody? We're back. Welcome to the latest edition of the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast, episode 118 of the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast, presented by our title sponsor, CST Tires, in stock and available for purchase today at shop.csttires.com. I'm your host, Cody Jansen, saying hello to our 225,000 monthly Digging Deep listeners in all 103 countries in which you are listening, and this is our Briar Cliff Preview Show. In this episode, we'll preview the upcoming penultimate round of the ATV Motocross National Championship at Briarcliff Motocross in Nashport, Ohio. We have so much to cover from the event schedule and what changes to expect this weekend to the annual special events that Briarcliff always has to offer, a breakdown of the top storylines heading into round nine, and more. Joining us are two fantastic guests, Jeremy Osborne, the track owner with a true passion for the sport, and Cody Ford, who proved his medal with an impressive fourth place overall finish at Pleasure Valley. And before we dive in, let's quickly shout out all of our incredible partners. CST Tires, go to shop.csttires.com today. Yamaha, thanks to Blue Crew, thanks to SSI Decals, Valvoline, DID Racing Chain, Namira Technologies, Bronco ATV and UTV Components, Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply, the financial advice of the Haymaro Financial Group, DP Brakes, Factory 43, Binkies Forever ATC Museum, Impact Solutions, new partner Caldera Labs, and their high-performance men's skincare products and regiment. We all know moto is a gnarly sport. It can be hard on our skin, so allow Caldera Lab to help you achieve your skincare goals this summer. Get 20% off with our code DIGGINGDEEP20 at calderalab.com slash DIGGINGDEEP20 and Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. It was big news when Manscaped announced their move into the beard products game, introducing the Beard Hedger Pro Kit from Manscaped. A premium beard sculpting machine, the Beard Hedger allows dudes like you and I to style our beards to exactly our liking using a zoom wheel featuring 20 different built-in lengths. This Pro Kit includes shampoo, conditioner, oil, and balm for your beard, as well as a brush, comb, and scissors. Now you're speaking my language, Manscaped. And get 20% off with free shipping by using code digging deep 20 at manscaped.com so rad that manscaped is continuing to invest in atv racing as a longtime partner of digging deep and so rad with this new partnership with caldera lab these outside the industry sponsors are hard to come by so help us keep them in the fold and involved in atv racing by using our digging deep 20 codes so they know you enjoy digging deep and what we're all about here support all these great companies that support us and for any products that fall through the cracks click that rocky mountain atvmc banner on our website to 
to help us out. The end of the 2023 ATV Motocross National season may be coming into view, but we both know you still need parts and gear. I just put a huge, like 25 part order yesterday in from Rocky Mountain ATVMC. They're my go-to. No matter what off-road gear parts you need, Rocky Mountain ATVMC has you covered. But before you buy, simply click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner on our website. But using our specific link, we get a percentage of what you buy on the back end, enabling you to help us out while purchasing the parts you need anyway. And did you know you can buy OEM parts from Rocky Mountain ATVMC as well? Yep, shipped conveniently right to your door. That's actually what I ordered yesterday was all OEM parts for my YFZ. So click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner at diggingdeepatvmx.com to help us out while satisfying all your gear and parts needs. We want to shout out Eric Jones for his recent contribution to the show. And if you're interested in donating and hearing your name on the show, you can find the Patreon or Buy Me a Coffee donation links on our website. Major thanks to all who have donated, of course. Now, if you can't donate, but you still want to help us out, you can leave us a rating or a review on iTunes and Spotify. That helps us out in a major way. If nothing else, it lets our partners know that you enjoy digging deep and are passionate about keeping us here long into the future. Now it's showtime. The 32nd board is up, it's sideways, and the gate is down. Time to dig deep. Let's go! All right, guys, we're back with another race preview podcast, this time for round nine at Briarcliff Motocross in Nashport, Ohio. And who better to have joined us than event promoter and track owner presented by Valvoline and their all new Ultimate Power Sports line of oil. Visit Valvoline.com for details and their full line of products. Say hello to Mr. Jeremy Osborne. Jeremy, welcome back to Digging Deep. We're only uh, a few days away now from the 2023 Briarcliff ATV National round nine of the ATV motocross national championship. How are we feeling? Uh, starting to feel a little weary, <laughs> a lot of machine hours in the last week, but, uh, we, we, we're feeling pretty prepared at this point. We're down to some, some tiny little detail things, uh, was working on a parking plan a little bit ago. Um, I, I think the track is good. Now we're just kind of sit back and see what the weather does and just, you know, play the hand we're dealt. Got it. So, so it seems like in recent years, you've really honed your craft. At least that's how it feels from afar. So you've hosted your, your first ATV motocross national back in 2014. You waited years for your second chance, right? You got that chance in 2021 and it's been your Super Bowl these last few years. So what new additions can racers expect this upcoming weekend? Because we know you always, you always have something up your sleeve for these Briarcliff ATV nationals. So what can people expect? this weekend well first off we always put the track first or, or at least that's the way it seems in my mind um you know last year i think the the pro class racing wasn't quite as good as the year before and i've really spent an inordinate or inordinate amount of time uh working on split lanes options uh we have two split lanes that are roughly two to three hundred feet long and each lane has sand. Um we trucked in uh not not a lot of sand, but probably twenty three, twenty-five loads, big big dump truck loads of sand. Yeah. And um we got those we did some testing on those and it, it seems like that's gonna develop and, and that that could be a good passing zone, each one. Okay. Uh, the, the track itself, 
is probably 70 to 80% different. Um, oh, wow. Jeez. The only, the only thing, the only couple things I can think of that are exactly the same, and I mean exactly the same, is the tunnel jump, the spectator tunnel jump before the finish line, the finish line and the, the corner after that where you cross uh, the start where it connects. I'm going to bet that almost the rest of it is pretty much either majorly changed or minorly changed. Jeremy, that's huge. I mean, very rarely do we see that from, from one of these tracks that we go to on the, on the circuit. So credit to you for, for kind of reinventing your wheel there. And like you said, I mean, you know, adding sand, some passing points and stuff like that. We've seen some really great racing at your track these last couple of years, but uh, that should be another added kind of factor, especially in the places that you put the sand, you know, it seemed like, yeah, yeah from what I saw, right. You put some of it before the big triple jump there, yep. probably make yep. that a little more difficult. And, uh, just a just another wild card thrown at these riders yeah we we raised the landing way up to make that a, a bit safer jump okay. uh so it, i guess the way and, and maybe it's just an eyeball thing but people think it's shorter and safer so more people were jumping it so i thought well we're gonna up the difficulty level here just a little bit and early motos won't be affected but after the pros get out a couple times i think that section is going to become a challenge we right. we added uh so last year last two years we've had a fairly long addition that we've used that other practice track uh this year the addition was roughly 50 well not 50 feet i'd say 75 feet out 75 feet back so it's a lot shorter and the other day kinsey was about a two minute 202 so we're we're getting our lap time about where we want it to be for a national. Okay, good. Well, that's uh, that's great to hear. You mentioned uh, weather earlier too. So, so what's that looking like? I'm not one that subscribes to this, you know, yeah. paying too much attention to it a week before kind of thing. But, but how's that looking on as we sit here on Monday, a few days before the race is here? Well, it could all change, uh, which is every day. But right, right, right now, it it might we might get a little rain today, and it looks like Thursday night. Um, but honestly, the track needs it desperately. Otherwise, we we would probably have to start watering on Wednesday. Okay. Um, it's been very hot, very dry. It can take some rain. Um, now we don't <laughs> we don't want to see the rain we've been seeing the last two years. That right. that that that's a little extreme. Right. But uh, some showers would not hurt my feelings at this point. So. Got it. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a good place to be in little weather. Isn't going to hurt anything. And, uh, it sounds like those cards don't look too bad right now. So that's a great thing. The other thing that you've been referencing lately on, uh, on social media and, and stuff, kind of some of the stuff that you've been broadcasting is things going on with the pro-am and WMX classes. So what can you fill my listeners in on that? Well, we've, we've been uh, pretty lucky with uh, sponsorship this year, we've had a, a number of sponsors step on board. Um, Brick Construction, Launderville Steel, uh, Hedgehog ATV, Doug Schultz Motorsports, um, and a couple others that want to be not listed. Okay, sure. <laughs> but uh, between that, that group, that pool, we've pulled together enough funds to offer uh, – Pretty decent payouts for Pro Am, Pro Sport, WMX. Uh, they they'll have top. I think the top three 
first place is 500 bucks. Second place is 300 bucks. Third place is 200 bucks. And it, wow. it goes on down to like sixth place. And I think we got $200 hole shots for all of them. Oh, wow. And we bumped, we bumped the pro class hole shots to 250 a piece. Okay. And we even got 450A. We got 100 bucks a hole shot. So oh, wow. we, we got, uh, we're, we're spreading it around. We're spreading it around. Yeah, man. I love to hear that. That's a, a cool thing that makes everybody, you know, dollar signs always make people perk up a little bit. So that's uh that's an exciting thing for everybody involved. We touched on, on some of the WMX stuff with Brian Jenkins on that last episode. And uh, just credit to you guys for all the things that you've done to kind of boost up that class there. Um, so what about the, the weekend schedule then, you know, we know that Briarcliff weekend always features some fun extras, some special events. We've had, uh, you know, mini quad races, TRX 90 races in the past. So what can you tell me about that? What special stuff is going on this weekend? We packed so much into this event. It's almost difficult <laughs> for me to remember it all. Okay. Um, but I do know Friday fun days with Epic West, we'll have uh, a bounce house and an obstacle inflatable obstacle course, a dunk tank. They've got beach balls, water balloons, squirt guns, a whole beach theme going on over there. And then also Friday night, we'll have a, a benefit for Ernie Bolden with FTR. Uh, at the JB, uh, not JB Racing, <laughs> JB Smoking Barbecue, and we'll do that to raise money for Ernie. We're also, we got a custom Plinko board. I don't know if you ever saw Plinko on the prices Right, but we custom made a Plinko board because we thought it was cool. Sure. And we're, we're going to do Plinko for Ernie, uh, Briarcliff, the first ever Briarcliff Plinko. Uh, the same Friday night, 6 p.m., when we do the benefit uh, barbecue dinner. Um, I think that's it for Friday. Other okay. than there would be some, like some practice going on during the day and stuff. Right. But um, Saturday, you know what we're doing. We're doing pit quads Saturday night over by Wisconsin Corner. So that that should be a lot of fun. That that we got our typical weight classes. I think this year we added a best costume prize and I'm going to get a prize pack from rip it up films from, okay. from Gloop. Sure. Uh, the noisemaker t-shirt and uh, water bottle sleeve, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, will be given away to the best costume, which I think right now, Leon, Leon Spenden thinks he's got it. He thinks he's, He's he's sitting in in Joel's shoes, kind of in the pro class. He <laughs> thinks he's got her made, I, okay. and he he does have good costumes. But I think there's some underdogs out there. I think there's some guys who are, are looking at Leon like I'm going to take him down. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see who gets the best, and it's going to be based on crowd response. Oh, got so it. Okay, whoever's getting the crowd going for the for the best costume is going to win. And they'll they'll get that rip it up films prize pack. Awesome. And then I'm sure I'm sure Sunday's probably a little more status quo, I would think, because <laughs> yeah, uh, right. I mean you've you've had about just, just about everything yeah. you know checked off the list at that point. People are probably ready to you know finish up the race weekend and yep. uh and head yeah. on their way. But yeah, a lot of fun stuff going on, great causes with your stuff for Ernie there and everything else. Yep. Uh gonna gonna be an exciting weekend for sure. Um, so let's talk about the racing then a little bit, Jeremy. Let's touch on our, our top five storylines as we head into round nine here. Year. And as a recent digging deep ATV fantasy event winner yourself, Jeremy, I mean, your, your, your opinions, like pretty, you know, it's, it's pretty valuable. I would say. 
I will tell you this. I wasn't expecting the 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 level of prize pack I received for winning that. If anyone out there is listening and you are not playing fantasy, you're a fool. It's <laughs> it's pretty awesome. There's like little gummy bears and other you know wristbands and stickers and I I thought I was just getting a t-shirt. It's pretty cool. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, well you earned it, pal. You earned it and uh we want to we want to make sure you guys that win these things cuz I can't I can't speak from from uh that perspective cuz I've never won yet. But uh, you guys that win, we want to make you feel special for sure. It's a it's a feat. Can't believe somebody at the last race had both the Ford brothers on their fantasy team. I still I still can't believe that. It's wild. But uh, getting into our SSI decals, top five storylines, heading into round nine at Briarcliff. So storyline number five that I'm following that I have on my list here is Brandon Hogue. He was so good last year. He was fire at year round a year ago, pressuring Joel for much of Moto One. Does that number twenty six show up again this weekend with each one of these, Jeremy? I'm just going to have you weigh in ever so slightly. What do you think we see from Brandon Hogue at your race this upcoming weekend? Uh, fast. Um, he, he always rides our track. Well, him and Joel, but man, there's, there's so many guys that can do that. Like at our track, it's like, it's tough to say. I, mm-hmm. I think there's about four guys that could get on the podium. Oh, for but sure. there's not room. There's not room for those. I mean, hell, let me back up. I think there's four guys that could be in second or third. In addition to the other two is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Mm-hmm. And Brandon is one of those guys. He's just, he's got a, hopefully he'll be out there early in our fields looking for that four leaf clover <laughs> because that's what he's missing. That's it. It's He's just missing some luck because he is definitely fast enough. And he, he rides our place like, like he owns it. So yeah, he loves that hard pack stuff. You know, that's his style. Hopefully it don't wreck his, his mojo with the sand, but, um, it's only, you know, four or 500 feet. We got, right. we got over a mile of track. So there's right. plenty of Brandon Hogue surface left out there. Yeah. I think that we're going to see him come out swinging these last two races. I think that he's going to want to leave a, a lasting impression here at the end of the season. Moving on to storyline number four, very similar uh, to the Brandon Hogue topic is Max Linquist. He impressed in such a major way last year at Briarcliff, uh, fending off Chad Weenan for the entirety of the first moto. He goes over the bars in the second moto over a berm. He fights his way all the way back up to seven which is what he needed to get on the overall podium. Could we see Max Linquist earn his first podium of the season? I still can't believe that we made it this long without seeing Max really pushing for that podium spot. But could we see it this weekend, Jeremy? I think so. Uh, Max is an extremely smart rider. Uh, he has actually been helping me with some of our option lanes and and things. And he was... Uh, he had a day off from riding like a week ago or whenever it was, he was, he was actually at our place with Jeffrey kind of hanging out after that school was over. Okay. And he, had, he didn't have anything to do. So I said, Hey, you ever run a bulldozer? He goes, Oh, well, you know, I've, I've run equipment. Well, I didn't really know at the time, but he had to look it up on YouTube to make sure he knew <laughs> where stuff was and he'd run mini excavators and skid steers but so i i said hey go back here to the the new berm and uh, do something with that hump before it uh, spice it up i come home and he had a tabletop <laughs> and he said that's when he told me he goes hey uh i actually had to youtube this thing to figure out you know what was what but he did a pretty good job so okay 
he he knows that section real well. Um, <laughs> I would say he has a slight advantage in that little section. The new, oh my gosh. new it's the new power line section we put in, and nobody has ridden it really except a handful of people. Sure, but uh, I think Max he he is feeling good. He he's looking fast, and uh, I think he's kind of like a mental calm, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like he's kind of at peace with like things and i think he's gonna ride really well real Good. well I-, I love to hear that he's definitely been settling in in recent weeks i don't know that the he's one of those guys and i say so often the box score doesn't show what he's actually doing and the progress that he's making he's he's been up in that mix for that top five in recent weeks and and i do think that he's making some strides here so i would love to I- see a flash from him here at the end of the year i think some of the testing he's been doing with suspension yep uh I think you're going to see a, a little bit better. I mean, you, you're right. The last two or three rounds, you've seen him kind of just cinch up a little bit yep. each one. But I yep. think this one, given his history that he's had um, last year and, and whatnot, I, I think you're going to see him in a good mental place, and he he's going to surprise some people. Yeah, uh, I love to hear it. A little birdie told me something very similar to that recently too. So moving on to storyline number three here is concerning Bryce Ford. So with a 21-point advantage over Chad Wienan, there's a really good shot that Bryce Ford holds on to the top two spots, second place in the overall series standings. Can he maintain a solid gap heading into the finale to kind of make it so that finale isn't so much pressure on him uh, heading into Loretta's there? So what do you think about that, Jeremy? Bryce Ford's been so rock solid this season, man. He's taken such gigantic strides from recent seasons. It's hard to believe or hard to think that he's going to mess this thing up. But but what do you think we see this weekend from Bryce Ford? I think he'll do well. The, 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 the biggest, I mean, he's become, I've really noticed he's becoming one of the, the best strategists and the best the kind of the cerebral assassins. The he's, smart a gamer. he's a gamer. He's a gamer. He, yep. he is always thinking and he's become very relaxed in that moment of everyone's, you know, like you, you've said the thing about pro class being the angry bees. He's kind of went away from that outlook and now he's in a relaxed place where he's thinking about every move and he's making moves. And the only, the only hang up is he's battling Chad Weenan for that situation <laughs> who is, the grandmaster of strategy and intelligence and racecraft, and that's a that's a tall order. It is, and, and Chad, for whatever reason, I know we always uh, staple him as a, a rough sand track rider. Mm-hmm. He's always ridden my track well, and like he doesn't come early or anything. He just goes and does it, and uh, I man, he's tough to count out. The guy mm-hmm. is just there. Mm-hmm. Lasting in my mind, Jeremy, is him making a push at Joel in that second moto last year. He really gave him a run. And I kind of, I, I, that's just been stuck in my mind because we saw those two race hard the year prior too. So maybe this is the weekend where we see Chad Wien and really step up to the plate and, and give Joel all he can handle. And maybe Chad gets his first win of the season this weekend, but that whole points battle between those two, you know, Bryce Ford and Chad Wien and, uh, you know, 21 points is a lot. Uh, with just four yeah. motos to go, but but that's going to be something to monitor, I guess, is is where this third storyline kind of sits with me. I, I think it's going to come down to starts. Um, as long as Bryce gets 
uh, you know, his starts he's been seeing, I, yep. I, you know, I, I think he's been getting pretty good starts, at mm-hmm. least top five, top six, whatever. Oh yeah. Um, if he's in that front pack and not buried somehow, I think he's got a real good chance at, uh, finishing second for the season. But, but man, you just, you cannot give up bad motos, bad starts to a guy like Chad Wien and that just don't work. We'll get right back to the show, but now a word from our sponsors. And thank you for listening to these ads. Without these great companies, none of this would be possible. Show your support for the people who support us. The official tire choice of Digging Deep, CST tires are the choice of ATV Racing's elite on the track, in the woods, and every other terrain. CST tires swept the ATV Racing world in 2022 as Joel Hetrick, Bryson Neal, and Bo Barron rode their Pulse MXR and Pulse HT tires to an ATV Pro Motocross title, GNCC XC1 Pro title, and 10th ATV Pro Works Racing title, respectfully. Led by champion Joel Hetrick and podium contenders Bryce Ford, Jeffrey Rest- and Nick Janusa, CST's Pulse MXR tire is the most trusted tire in ATV motocross today. Available in soft and standard compounds, the Pulse MXR offers the highest level of traction, most predictable cornering, and superior wear characteristics when compared to the competition. And did I mention they have a contingency program as well? Visit shop.csttires.com to join the CST takeover today, or prepare to be beat by someone who did. The best of the best choose CST. Do you? You know we're Team Blue Crew here at the Digging Deep ATV MX podcast, as the Yamaha YFZ450R is the official ATV of Digging Deep. In a move started by eight-time ATV MX Pro Class National Champion Chad Wienan, who with his next championship will become the winningest champion in ATV motocross history, we are living in ATV Racing's YFZ450R era. Alongside Wienan, seven-time GNCC XC1 Pro ATV National Champion Walker Fowler welcomed a pair of new champions to the Yamaha Champions Club as the podium-proven Yamaha YFC450R proved to be the winning choice for Joel Hetrick and Bryson Neal. This unprecedented success for the YFC450R, its unrivaled quality and performance, and the clear fact that Yamaha is the leading OEM supporter of ATV racing has resulted in a complete Yamaha takeover within the sport quad market. Evident by the continuation of Yamaha's Blue Crew Racer Support Program, Yamaha riders will once again cash in on pay and prize opportunities in 2023, including a chance to win a brand new YFZ450R. For more info, head over to YamahaBlueCrew.com. Follow Yamaha Outdoors as well as the new Blue Crew official channel on social media and check out Yamaha's full proven off-road lineup at YamahaOutdoors.com today. SSI decals, your decals, your way. SSI decals sets the standard with the best looking decals, graphics kits, and vinyl wraps in the industry. Established in 1947, SSI took shape as an offshoot of their parent company by doing a little work for local pro Chad Wienan. Nearly two decades later and fueled by a passion for ATVs, the company has flourished into one of ATV Moto's most recognized brands. From ATV Motocross, SSI has expanded into graphics and design work for top racers in GNCC, works racing, pro motocross and supercross, off-road, and more, headlined by eight-time world champion top fuel drag racer Clay Milliken. Whether your project is big or small, SSI decals will make your identity stick. Get started today at SSIDecals.com and use code DIGGINGDEEP10 for 10% off at checkout. Things are about to get sick. The Digging Deep ATBMX podcast is brought to you in part by DID and their wide range of championship-winning chains. From the street to the track and everywhere in between, DID chains are designed to give you the optimal riding experience with great performance and increased chain life. Consistent to the core, pick up your box of reliability today. DID, 
What drives you? We are proud to be partnered with Namira Technologies. For over 20 years, Namira has pushed the limit of value and reliability in the ATV and side-by-side market. Covering more applications than anyone in the industry, Namira's full line of cast and forged pistons, connecting rods, gasket kits, and industry-leading top-end repair kits and more have led to higher overall engine performance for your machine. Visit your local dealer or online at www.namira.com. And follow along on Instagram for giveaways and exciting new products in 2023. Namira Technologies, your one-stop shop engine component supplier. We are pleased to be partnered with Bronco ATV and UTV Components. Bronco has been an industry leader in replacement hard parts and accessories for all makes and models for over 15 years. With a catalog that includes a full line of electrical components, engine internals and cylinders, shock and suspension parts, winches, clutch kits, valves, carb kits, bearing kits, and drive chain parts, Bronco is your hard part source for whatever you need for whatever you ride. Available exclusively through distributors around the world, visit your local dealer or online at broncoatv.com. For over 150 years, Valvoline has been dedicated to constant improvement and innovation across all disciplines of racing. As a proud member of Team Valvoline for nearly a decade, I have witnessed their unwavering commitment to pushing the boundaries of performance. Valvoline has sponsored some of the greatest names in motorsports, solidifying their position as a powerhouse in the industry. Being a part of this historically great team has been an incredible privilege. When it comes to my equipment, whether it's my daily commuting vehicles, race quads, or anything in between, I trust nothing but Valvoline. Their range of products and lubricants consistently delivers increased horsepower, durability, and engine life. While Valvoline's latest innovation, the Valvoline Ultimate Power Sports line, stands out as a true game changer, their entire lineup deserves recognition. With the Ultimate Power Sports, I've experienced unparalleled performance on the track and beyond. Its advanced synthetic formula is specifically engineered for high-performance power sports vehicles, delivering unmatched power, protection, and endurance. Upgrade to Valvoline today and experience the difference for yourself. Visit ValvolineGlobal.com to explore their full range of products, including the groundbreaking Valvoline Ultimate Power Sports. Discover why Valvoline has been a trusted name in the racing industry for over a century. Let's move on to storyline number two. So this is one that we're rolling over from last weekend because at Pleasure Valley, Sunday's race program was canceled, obviously due to weather. So this is the Pro-Am storyline. Just 14 points separate the Pro-Am top five. I think that you could argue that the intensity is going to be ratcheted up that much more because these dudes missed out on a whole round to kind of let things shake out. So Mason Jackson is your leader, obviously, in the points. He's eight points up on J.J. Launderville. Joey Chambers and Blair Miller are tied there, just additionally three points behind J.J. And then another three points back is Kevin Saar. I don't know. I mean, each one of these guys have been hot in recent races, have been up front, and, and it's it's really hard to make sense of what we're going to see here because they're all they're all still young guys too. You know, we're we're dealing with the guys that are still finding their footing on 450s and at the kind of the top amateur level of uh, uh, I guess other than Kevin Saar, who's a, a European champion, but he's he might be the hottest one of them all. Yet he's got the most distance to make up. So long story short, this penultimate round is going to be a do or die round for the pro am classes and that's going to be a blast to watch yeah that's that's been some of the best racing all year um it's all and i think last year it kind of mimicked the same thing i'm going to say it's interesting how pro sport it's kind of the same guys but it doesn't it just don't seem like it turns out you would think you would have and not that pro sports not fun to watch don't get me wrong but it just seems like 
Pro Am is tighter, closer racing, and it's for the for the lack, you know, without the with the exception of Brett Music, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty much the same group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know how that works, but it's it's crazy. It is. My mind always comes back to the fact that you know, with with Brett in there, I mean, he's he's as fast as anybody or very close to as fast as the guys in the pro-am class. And then his starts are so good. He just, he's got like this Trump card in his back pocket that, you know, he just does it every single weekend. Right. I mean, you know exactly what you're going to get from him. And then you look up and he's got a 35 point lead in the point standings. You know, that's just, that's just seemingly how it goes. This year has been a little tighter, but still it looks like he's, he's definitely in the driver's seat for that title. So I think it's going to be tough to beat Kevin. I think so too. I think so too. I really do. He's so polished and solid. Um, The guys, you know, what was it? You would just say five-time European champion. Exactly. And, and he's riding well and he's, he's, he's smart and he's smooth. As long as he didn't get caught up in anything like he saw at Bud's Creek, um, he should be fine. But you could say that about all of them. Chambers, Jackson, all of them are just so fast. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's yep. going to come down to the least amount of mistakes. Yep. No, you're you're exactly right. So that's going to be that's why I wanted to shed a little light on this. Remind people that man, we got a we got an awesome title fight here going on. So that's going to be a blast to watch on Sunday. And Jeremy, our our number one storyline and the SSI decals top five storylines heading into your race at Briarcliff has to be Joel Hetrick because he could clinch the championship this weekend. And actually, you know, on the on the last episode, I kind of you know was in the mindset said of man this this probably isn't going to happen nine points you know it has to he's got to get to that nine point mark to be able to clinch this thing but you know he is entering with this 41 point lead and if joel hetrick simply goes one one and bryce finishes three three because remember he's second in points that's 10 right. points right there and, wow. and that that would push the lead to 51 and joel hetrick would be crowned your champion so it's actually way more realistic then I was thinking on that last episode. Now I'm not the guy that ever says, you know, well, if everybody goes one, one and so-and-so goes two, two and so-and-so goes three, three, but I mean, it's very feasible to think that Joel Hattrick goes one, one and Bryce Ford could go three, three or, or something like that. And that would be the title. So definitely wanted to shed some light on that too, because we could be crowning a champion on Saturday at, at your track. Uh, It's, I mean, if anyone's watched, half a moto this year i mean they 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 realize it's it's very possible um joel is just man he's just on a, another level i mean granted there's some other factors and some things with with chad and his injury and this that and the other thing but the sure. joel is he is really riding really good mm-hmm. um they just i don't i don't know i mean he he's just <laughs> He's just phenomenal. I've I've not seen him ride quite this good Mm -hmm. um, ever. Well, and and think about it. Think about it, Jeremy. We've never seen him basically have any sizable lead in the titles that he's won. It's always been nip and tuck and, or, or he did it at the last round or last couple rounds is where he really got out in front and, and claimed that title. And this year has been different. He's just been really in a league of his own. And um, I don't know how else to say it than that. Everything in his, on his machine just looks spot on. I mean, he doesn't ever look out of control. Mm-hmm. Like he, he hits sections that other people are either swapping or it, it kind of, they look like they're working, they're working their tail off. And he just looks like he's just 
going just <laughs> like mm-hmm. no big deal mm-hmm. um i don't know it's they they've got something going on with that that phoenix yamaha that just it's just working so good and mm-hmm. and the fact that he is as fast as he is naturally it just makes it a, a tough combo yeah, he's he's just about impossible to beat. The dude has been so, 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 so on point, and especially when he gets the starts that he does. I mean, you're lucky to even see him in these motos, let alone give him a run for his money. So uh, that's definitely going to be something to monitor and something to watch on Saturday is we could be calling Joel Hattrick a four-time champ after after uh, this ninth round of the ATV motocross season here. So let's rapid fire my last few topics here because we have Cody Ford waiting in the wing for the second half of this episode here. But one of the things I did want to touch on, and it has been really cool to see this season as we've seen you get more and more involved in the ATV motocross space these last few years, I know that you're more part of some of the decisions being made. You're privy to some of that info and you're you're playing a role with that. So uh, I heard that the decision makers had pushed this production rule for the pro-am class is going to be pushed back to 2025 so what can you tell me about that is that a rumor or is that true no that there's a competition bulletin that's actually out um and that was spearheaded by harv uh obviously a lot of feedback from from current riders uh they felt like we needed more time to give everyone a chance to get get rid of machines build new machines so now the production rule will not take effect until the race season 2025 which seems like the right decision right because if people were really behind the scenes getting their program in order for next year already which is a very realistic thought you know nobody wanted to get caught with their pants down right so that makes perfect sense to me to uh kind of kind of i I mean i'm glad that all the all the voices out there that were arguing for that got listened to i mean that makes me feel good yeah no it's a good move i i I, I think it's a it's a good move uh, to give it some more time and, and let people uh, find yeah. their footing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree. Uh, Jeremy, so lastly, your your daughter, Kinsey Osborne, we had her on a recent episode, of course. She put the finishing touches on back-to-back titles in the WMX class uh, with her most recent win at Pleasure Valley. Perfect season is still intact. What a season it's been for you guys. Congrats to your entire family. What a, what a ride it's been for, for Kinsey these last couple of years. It's been, it's been quite fun to watch, uh, watch her kind of step into the WMX class and kind of set the standard. That's been, that's been a pretty cool thing. You got to be proud. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, she is exceeded my expectations. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tough not to think about that, that perfect season and the streak, but mm-hmm. she's tested it. Oh my goodness. We, we, we blew a shock last week. She broke an axle in the center of the carrier and practice at Bud's Creek. It's like, it's like we're dancing around a, a, a lava pit of fire <laughs> <laughs> and, and any, and it, it's like, if our timing was just a little bit off, you know, it, it could, it could end a moto <laughs> and, uh, it is what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, we would like to have it, but do we need it? Not really. No, we, we, no, we're, 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 we're more about the, the championships and, and, you know, that sort of thing. But, but she, uh, she is definitely something, um, I, yeah, I, I can't say much more about it. You know, we'll see, and I believe it's just down to fate now. Mm-hmm. If she finishes these last four and wins them, she does. If mm-hmm. she doesn't, oh, well, we'll yeah. get ready for here. 
Right. Well, what I'm really excited to see, Jeremy, is her in the B classes this weekend because uh, a first win in the B classes, first win this year in in the B class or ever, would be really cool at her at her home track. So uh, that's what I'm that's what I'm really excited to see. I'll I'll take that over the perfect season, hands yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, really, really thought we were going to get a a moto win at Ironman. She led that heat for I think three laps, and we just kind of fell at fell apart at the end a little bit, and Casey caught us. But uh, yeah, if she could if she could put one on them, get a good get a whole shot here at our place, and put it together and win and win a B class, I would especially if it were dry dry conditions and straight up mm-hmm. um yeah it would be good yeah it would be she needs to get another start like she did there at uh, at crawfordsville because if she can get a whole shot like that she gives herself a chance but she she told us that the whole shots might be in her head a little bit in the b class well we we did something at the school we actually had josh upperman here he was he was teaching with joel and jeffrey and they they were doing start practice with like six or seven bikes whatever so she was starting with Joel and Josh. Okay. And uh, she just couldn't, she wasn't quite given enough juice. And I said, you know what? Heck with it. Forget second gear. Put it in first gear. It's okay. counterintuitive, but she she actually got Josh, one of them, starting in first gear. Oh, wow. That's saying something. Whole shot in him. He, he hadn't rode, I think, since 19, but his starts are still pretty there. Of course they are. Yeah. But we... uh you know, and all last year we we did first gear starts, and then we kind of got talked into drinking the Kool Aid and going to second gear starts this year, and it's been a work in progress. But I can guarantee you, at my track and my dirt, she will be in a first gear start for all her motos. Okay, well uh, that's exciting to hear, especially. I mean, it makes sense with the with the longer gears of the dirt bike motor, with the whole shots that we've seen her get in the past. Uh, this this very well yeah. could be the answer. Um, but Jeremy, I really been looking forward to this, uh, this weekend for a long time. I've wanted to announce an ATV national for as long as I can remember. Uh, yeah. I truly can't thank you enough for the opportunity. Saturday and Sunday are going to be so much fun and, uh, just can't thank you enough, buddy. The one thing I do have to ask you kind of regarding that is we've had quad radio at recent events that people were able to tune into online. Any idea if fans can expect to have that this weekend so they can tune into the races that way? Or do you know anything about that? That is a very good question. I would have to ask Kevin Bailey. Okay. Um, I am not actually sure. That's a detail <laughs> I haven't actually looked at. Okay. Um, I will have to find out from Kevin Bailey. I, I'm I'm not sure. Whatever he's been doing at the other rounds, I would assume is the same. So I, have we been doing that? I, I really don't know. I have no idea on the ins and outs of it. I just knew that about mid season quad radio was back and you could listen to, to Kevin on the radio. So I would say if it were back at any point, I don't know why we wouldn't have it at my track. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. Well, cause my original thought before the quad radio was back, I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll find a way to live stream doing the announcing thing or whatever yeah. on the digging deep channels. Well, then quad radio came back and I scrapped that idea. So one way or another, we'll get it. I'll have Brooke with me to kind of cover some of the digging deep stuff and um, whatever we got to do there. But yeah, that would be really cool if we had quad radio going. So we'll have to do a little digging on that. I will have to reach out to Kevin and, and I'll put that on my sticky note. That's overflowing at the current. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I apologize to add a little more to your plate there, Jeremy. But the one other last thing I want to touch on, said that a few times now, but is our uh, is our October Digging Deep ATV Ride Day right there at Briarcliff. Again, I can't thank you enough for that opportunity. What yeah. an amazing opportunity for us to uh, to have a ride day at a track like yours. Um, just a really cool thing for us. And that's going to be a day that no one's going to want to miss. No, for sure. Um, fall riding is the best, is the best um should be cool out 65 70 degrees dirt should be perfect it should just be one of those days that you you just you just live for you only get a handful of them a year like that so mm-hmm. uh hopefully that you know falls in place weather wise but uh now i'm looking forward to it I'm, I'm glad you guys are gonna make the trip yeah well we can't thank you enough for that opportunity again and uh we'll plan to do a bunch of giveaways and have a bunch of cool stuff to to hand out and and all kinds of stuff to make it worth the trip for people and uh they would come anyway because your track is awesome so uh looking forward to that looking forward to this weekend and uh jeremy i I can't thank you enough for your time spending it with us here and helping us preview the the briar cliff round and uh man uh again thanks for your time thanks for everything thanks for being here giving our listeners an insight into everything atv motocross and we look forward to seeing you in a few short days buddy i can't thank you enough Awesome. Thank you very, very much for having me on. I always enjoy it and I look forward to seeing everybody this weekend. Heck yeah, man. That's Jeremy Osborne, owner of Briarcliff himself, helping us preview the penultimate round of the 2023 ATV Motocross National Championship right here on the Digging Deep ATV MX podcast brought to you by Valvoline. We'll see you in a couple days, pal. Thanks so much. We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. The following message is brought to you by Manscaped.com. The Manscaped engineering team has outdone themselves this time, creating the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, now available for purchase in the U.S. and Canada. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, an official sponsor of the Digging Deep ATV MX podcast, with this exclusive offer of 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0, and I am blown away. This thing is next level. What sets this trimmer apart from all the rest? The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. It features a new multi-functioning on-off switch with travel lock for those of us who like to travel. And my favorite, the new trimmer allows you to customize your trim with four different guard lengths and upgrade from its predecessor that only featured two. If you're listening, you know that good tools are a must, so wait no more to get the best tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com by using code DIGGINGDEEP20. Hey everyone, this is Larry Mills, president of DP Breaks North America and proud partner of the Digging Deep ATV MX podcast. We at DP Breaks are a longtime supporter of ATV racing and the world leader in centered brake technology, dominating the ATV world for decades by supporting the best four-wheel racers on the planet. This year's lineup includes Jeff Rastrelli, Mark Baldwin and Baldwin Motorsports, Ford Brothers Racing, Nick Janusa, and many more, including Mr. Digging Deep himself, Cody Jansen, plus all the top 17 GNCC pros such as seven-time champion Walker Fowler, Bryce O'Neill, Hunter Hart, Cole Richardson, Jared McClure, Adam McGill, and previous champion Chris Borch. These top riders continue to appreciate the high performance and impressive durability that their DP brakes have to offer. Products ultimately help place them on top of the podium week after week. DP Brakes are available through www.dp-brakes.com 
or you can purchase them through your local parts and limited stocking dealer or you can even message us myself larry mills or dp rakes on instagram or facebook and if you have any questions about product or sponsorship support please ask us we are waiting for you join the best atv riders in the world equipped with dp brakes and have a great year everyone Nearing two decades into the brand's existence, Factory 43 is back and better than ever, continuing to make major waves in the ATV world. For the third consecutive season, Factory 43 is the official aluminum parts choice of the Phoenix Racing ATV team, providing their state-of-the-art Evo Nerf bars, MX-style front bumpers, and grab bars for two-time champ Joel Hetrick. If you're in the market to upgrade your Nerf bars, bumpers, or grab bars, head over to Factory43ATV.com to see their full line of industry-leading products available for all makes and models. Head over to Factory43ATV.com today. First impressions matter. What's the first thing that someone notices about you? In most cases, it's your face and most importantly, your skin. If you aren't already, it's time to put your best face forward. How do you do that? By adding in a skincare routine. And it's not as hard as you think. You just don't have the right tools for the job. Until now. Clinically proven to reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging, Caldera Lab is the leader in men's skin care and is here to save the day. Use our exclusive code DIGGINGDEEP20 at calderalab.com to enjoy 20% off their best products. Caldera Lab creates high-performance men's skincare products, and the regiment leads off their product lineup, a twice-a-day routine to transform your skin. Men's skincare has never been easier with the help of Caldera Lab and the regiment. Inside this bundle, you'll find face wash that leaves all skin types feeling refreshed, hydrating daily moisturizer, and a rejuvenating before bed multifunctional serum. Caldera Lab is made with top tier ingredients and is a great addition to your daily routine. It takes less than a minute both morning and night, and shout out to all the vet riders out there, it's here to reduce your wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging. Get 20% off with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at calderalab.com. That's C-A-L-D-E-R-A lab.com. That's 20% off at calderalab.com by using code DIGGINGDEEP20. Jump into skin and first impression royalty with Caldera Lab. All right, guys, brought to you by our new friends at Caldera Lab and their high-performance men's skincare products and regiments. We all know that moto is a gnarly sport. It can be hard on our skin, so allow Caldera Lab to help you achieve your skincare goals this summer. Get 20% off with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at calderalab.com slash DIGGINGDEEP20. Stoked to talk to this next guest following the second best day of his professional career. He finished third in Moto1 at Pleasure Valley, fourth overall. One of my favorites. Say hello to Mr. Cody Ford. Cody, buddy, welcome back to Digging Deep. Stoked to have you, pal. Yeah, it's awesome to be back on. Took a little while, though. <laughs> hey, you were one of my very first guests on this show, and I don't know if you if you remember that, but dating back to Sunset Ridge 2019. So we had done an episode uh, talking to Chad, and after that, I had absolutely no plan for a second episode, and you were one of the reasons why I was like, you know what, we should just start covering the races. Like that would be a fun thing to do because you had finished on the, the third place podium spot that weekend. And I thought that that would be another fun story to tell. So, uh, credit to you, man, you were, you were part of kind of making digging deep, uh, a weekly staple of the ATV motocross scene. Yeah. I remember that. That was fun. <laughs> that race was good. That was another one that was like this. Uh -huh. We've had three good mud races over the last three years. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was uh that was a good one. One that you guys will never forget. So I know that this is our Briarcliff preview show, but we have to touch on pleasure Valley, at least a little bit. What a roller coaster ride. Moto one was for you. You were 10th at the midway point. The, the rain intensifies conditions worsen considerably. And then in the waning laps, you go from eighth to sixth to fifth to third. And in the middle of there, you check on your brother to see if he needs help. So talk me through that first moto there, man. Uh, like I said, what a roller coaster ride for you. Yeah, I mean, I just had a bad hole shot in the dry, and I was working my way back up, and I got up to 10th, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then actually, right when the rain started, Hogue, I believe, blew his motor up or broke his bike or something, and he was stuck. You know that blind turn in the back? He was stuck in the inside rut. Okay. Well, since it started raining, the flagger had ran from the track and hit under an easy up, so there was no flag. And I actually did what Thomas did back at Sunset Ridge where I got stuck in where he got stuck in the rut behind Hogue. Sure. So I actually went 10th to, like, dead last whenever it started raining so when i got back going the rain was basically i mean i don't know if you saw jeffrey's gopro video Mm -hmm. but it was basically a washout like you couldn't see where you were going or anything yeah and so i just kind of was really not even racing really hard just like racing the straightaways and racing where there wasn't water slowing down for the water and kind of putting and then you know i was looking and i'm like oh gosh there's jeffrey oh gosh there's nick oh there's logan there's like all these guys were off the side of the track yeah. And then, like you said, I got to Bryce and I was like, you good? He was like, yeah, I'll figure it out. And so then I left him there. <laughs> but, you know, by the I mean, it was is what was pretty crazy is, you know, I went from being I was probably 20 seconds away from getting lapped by Joel. And, you know, by the time I crossed the finish line, Bryce has got got his bike started and he passed me on that same lap. So if I'd taken off when it had started raining, you know, I could have got second right behind Bryce. And I still mm-hmm. kind of, you know, wish I would have taken off. Yeah. But I didn't realize, you know, I was more worried about making the bike survive because on the last lap, I caught up to Chad and he was in survival mode. So he was driving on the edge of the track and I drove right by him. And then like <laughs> even Kevin Saar, like he was off the side of the track and just all these people were in survival mode. So it was like no one was really still racing the race except for Bryce. Well, and it was nuts because everything changed so much in those last, you know, two, three laps. Like it was you could not tell who was racing towards the front, especially when there's dudes out there, like the dudes at the front of the pack were running four minute plus four and a half minute lap times. And you and Bryce were running lap times that were nearly half that. So uh, like two minutes faster than these guys in those late laps. So um, I mean, credit to you guys, credit to your, your, uh, your setup and everything. And you know, the one thing that I, that my mind went to, as we watch you guys cross the finish line first and third and and race up towards the front of the pack in these terrible conditions, I'm like, man, Mark must've had something really figured out. Like your guys's airbox setups must've been super, super good. Now I know that Bryce had to, you know, lift his quad up and take his filter off and all those things, but uh, something about the Baldwin bikes was superior to everybody else's or, or so it seemed. I mean, my bike was fully taped. It still sucked water. Bryce's bike was, open air box like everyone else's sure and yeah. he he was he basically took the air filter off and just sucked whatever he sucked <laughs> yeah i mean by the end of the race he had a stick in there that was trying to go through it and i was like oh, dang wow. oh wow but yeah i mean even mine though started cutting out towards the end of the race so those guys who weren't taped like chad and them they were definitely suffering bad uh-huh but but ever since iron man i think jody and my dad have always been a little bit more cautious if there's rain in the forecast especially at moto times mm-hmm. they'll tape and then they'll they'll risk by taking it off because, I mean, there was guys on the first moto who, like, I don't know if they have it an epiphany on the gate, but guys like Joel were trying to two-minute hold on the gate to tape their bikes. 
was that so was that the sum of the story with Joel? Because we haven't ever got to the bottom of that, that something was going on, that he was calling for two minutes and they were scrambling and he was like, uh, you know, a hiccup late on the start. Um, but that would make sense if somebody, you know, had pulled up the radar and saw that, Hey, this thing ain't going to miss us in 10 or 15 minutes from now, we're going to be in a gnarly storm. I mean, that, that would make sense, but I, that would be new information to me. Yeah. I think they were trying to tape, but I think that Harv will only give us the two minute hold if it's a mechanical failure. So like, I think that are like, you can't have a two minute hold to change, change your goggles or whatever. And so I think that they thought they could get it because they thought taping was mechanical and they couldn't get it. Okay. But it, and so they ended up dropping with Gary still having his have working on the bike or whatever he was doing. I mean, I didn't see it higher than them on the turn, but I heard it was a mess down there on the inside. Yeah. Got it. So, so yeah, that would actually make a lot of sense. The other thing that I was saying on that last episode, when we're trying to figure out, you know, what was going on here is like, yeah, as soon as that, 30 second board or whatever goes up. Like there's no two minutes at that time. So in my mind, I'm like, man, like they would have had 30 seconds. Like you would have known that gate was going to drop. I just couldn't understand what was going on there. But yeah, if they were trying to last minute, do a little taping to survive the moto, uh, that would, that would make some sense because yeah, if you, if somebody saw the radar, you would know that that storm was not going to miss, uh, miss you guys with, uh, you know, with, like I said, 10 minutes from, from that time or 15 minutes to go or whatever. So, uh, so yeah, that, that's a little insight there that I hadn't heard yet. So, um, for you though, first time on the podium since sunset Ridge, 2019, like I said, you finished third overall on that day, third in the first moto here. Take me through those emotions uh, to share the podium with your little brother had to be just uh, just like a dreamlike day for you and your family. So what was those emotions like? Just those photos of you and your and your brother on the podium. Pretty, pretty darn cool. Like that's I don't know that that's ever happened before. So what a what an awesome thing. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know I got on the podium, and I came off the track, and some kid was holding up, like, number three, and I was like, "What? what's he saying? Because, you know, I was behind, you know, I got stuck behind Hogue, who had broke, so I didn't know, so I had to pass the whole field, same, almost same as Bryce. Right. I didn't realize that that many of them broke, because, you know, all the guys that joked about, like, at Ironman, they were like, you know, if it ever happens like this, I'm just going to slow down and putt, so I finish, and maybe I can nick Denoble it. So, like, I'm thinking, hey, everyone's going to slow down and putt, like, everyone's ready for this, everyone has kind of their plan in the back of their head yeah so you know well the guys who slowed down and putt like chad and them and joel and they finished and the guys who tried to continue to race in the rain didn't (laughs) so i mean it's what i mean it's what you saw at um pleasure valley was a lot of lesson learned lessons learned from like the older pros the guys who've been in the the guys who were in the class at pleasure valley or not Mm -hmm. pleasure valley in iron man and they took did what they said they were going to do like chad slowed down and just focused on surviving you know he ended up with a fifth but you know he survived and it gave me an opportunity because he was just so focused on surviving that he wasn't trying to race me mm-hmm. the only i think the only people who were really racing were me bryce and wesley because we were trying to get up that podium spot mm-hmm. well and, and it that's what makes it kind of fun as a spectator because or a fan because you got the guys who are like super worried about points. They are going to play it safe when maybe, and I know that you're in a battle for 10th and points and that's very important to you, but to you, it's probably, you know, it's, it probably is a little more realistic to say, 
shoot, F it. Uh, we're going to risk this and maybe we can go race up towards the front. Like, um, so to see that jostling and people dealing with, you know, different strategies in the mud or whatever, like that makes, that makes, uh, makes some sense to me. And it definitely made it exciting. So you came ever so close in moto two to earning third overall, but fourth overall is how it shook out tied basically for third overall, but ended up fourth, uh, second best finish of your career. And like I said, it was a good points day for you and you're locked in this battle for, for 10th and the series point standing. So is, is top 10 the goal? Because to be top 10 in this class with all these fast guys and, and how good the class is right now, uh, I would think that that, that would be, uh, that would be a, a pretty, a pretty good feat, something to be proud of. So is top 10 the goal. Oh, for sure. And especially these last two rounds where I'm going to be up, I'm trying to get back up there. And with this race, I definitely, you know, yeah, it's like, Hey, I can roll with these guys. It's like, what have I been doing all year? So now I got to go in there and just continue to roll with these guys. And you're a, uh, such an intellectual guy, Cody. I'm always stoked to talk to you. I love your the way your mind works. I love the way your brain works and the way you think. So what do you think about this pro class? Because this pro class, and you've been in it a number of years now, I got to believe you're going to tell me that this is by far the the highest quality pro class that you've seen in your handful of years racing the pro class. So what do you think about this 2023 class of, of pro class racers, man? It's so impressive from the outside looking in. I think everyone's very equal. And I think anyone who's everyone, anyone who's doing anything, it's not like they can be like, Hey, you know, Chad's got this over me or hoax got this over me or mm -hmm. Bryce has got, I mean, we're all on Yamaha's. There's only so much power you can get out of a Yamaha, and there's only so much handling you can get out of a Yamaha. Yep. Like, you're like, you know, Joel has a better this, and then Chad has a better this, but everyone is on a Yamaha, so I think that's why you're seeing such, you know, close racing. It's not like we're going to, like, you know, Pleasure Valley or Briarcliff that is a notoriously Honda track, and then Joel's waxing Chad, and then we're going to Sunset, and then yeah. Chad's waxing Joel because it's, like, more set up for the Yamaha's handling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that that is something that's interesting. Now you see, or I do, I see people all the time comment on our posts and say, you know, I loved it, you know, when we had five different manufacturers out there and there was a bunch of different stuff. And, and I love those memories too. Like that was the heyday of ATV racing. But right now you could not argue against the fact that this class is as good as, as good as it's been. And as long as we can remember, plus like the, like, I think spec racing is cool. Like, because then if everybody's on something very similar, like the rider is, is what makes the difference in you, what you're kind of touching on here is everybody's on something really, really close. It's very similar to spec racing and yeah, like it's, it's, it's comes down to the rider and that's exciting. I think like, again, I loved seeing, you know, five or six different color quads out there, but yeah, I do think that, you know, having everybody on something very similar is, is also cool in its own right, at least from my perspective. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, the top 10 are all Yamahas. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like what Yamaha, it's not, it's not what brand is going to, it's who riding uh -huh. a Yamaha exactly. and get on the box. Yeah, exactly. Well, as we look, uh, as you look to secure your goals that you've set for yourself in this 2023 season, just, just four motos remain now to get that done. We're heading to Briarcliff and heading to Briarcliff may come at the perfect time for you, pal. You finished sixth there, uh, in Ohio in 2021, 11th last year, you had a little, little situation in one of the motos there, but you've enjoyed some success here at Briarcliff in years past. So what do you enjoy about Briarcliff as we are just a few days away from this, uh, uh, round nine of this championship now 
I mean, Briarcliff has got a lot of good aspects. There's the he's got the big triple and he's got the walls. Mm-hmm. And they're the big triple. I mean, everyone there's always one big jump when you go to a track, but a lot of people don't consistently hit that. And then you have the walls. You know, that's a really super cross thing, and a lot of people can't manage those very well. And you know, I just try to take. I mean, like my buddy said, he texted me the day after the race. And he's like, "How come whenever it's the worst possible condition, you are just out there doing your thing?" And I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> You know, like I, I was talking to Bryce about the race and I'm like, you know, you would have never known that was a mud race, except for if you go look at anyone's eyes who raised it, because everyone was picking mud out of their eyes during the autograph session. Right. You know, so if we get a few, if we get one or two more gnarly races, I think it'll shake and you know, fall into my favor. Mm-hmm. Well, and like I said, even, even when it's been dry, this is a track that you've been good at. So, um, so yeah, that's something that's exciting to, to look forward to. And I think that this track is a little different, like you said, with the speed checks, the walls, they added some sand now, which is going to be exciting. And Jeremy was just on our show here saying that 70% of the track is different than what it was last year, which is exciting for everybody involved. So that's going to be really cool to see how that, uh, how that shakes out. And also there's a higher, uh, higher dollar amount going out to you guys for the whole shot award that's i think it's usually a 100 bucks it's going to be 250 dollars this weekend so be uh it would be a good time for you cody ford to rip uh patented cody ford whole shot that would be that would be perfect timing for that this weekend pal yeah it would just got to get a good qualifying position get a good start and let her go to work yeah there you go so last question for you buddy you've done some announcing at the races before i remember you bringing the energy on the mic last year at loretta's i'm announcing this weekend at briarcliff so what words of advice do you have for me uh just talk about everyone pretty equally and just stay energetic one of the most important things i do though when i announce is i if 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 someone's not at the track watching and you start screaming and yelling like oh my goodness it looks like so-and-so's coming off but they don't actually wreck <laughs> yeah i know that, that scares everyone and that's not probably a good thing right but people like energy you know like when you go to a supercross it's like they're gonna bring what you bring you know they're gonna get involved as you get involved and don't i mean i try not to focus on the leaders because you know sometimes your battle's not up front mm-hmm. you've got 20 guys out there if the battle's in 20th it's like watch 20th and then mm-hmm. you can be like oh joel's still ahead or oh chad's still ahead right. or if right. battles in third like give those guys who are putting in the fight recognition Oh, for sure. And that's, that's my MO. I mean, that's what I've like, that's what digging deep has been about from the very start. And I think that, you know, this is something I've wanted to do for a really long time. Like I remember being a little boy riding around in the yard, pretending I was announcing the race and I was racing against Doug Gust in my helmet, you know, like this is something I've wanted to do for forever. I'm pretty excited for it. And yeah, like we do the play by play on Facebook. And I think that, you know, the verbiage, everything I do there, it's going to be very similar. I love covering everybody and, and, covering the battles going on everywhere but but yeah instead of typing it out on on facebook play by play we'll be talking it into the mic there on on saturday and sunday at briarcliff which is going to be is going to be uh really exciting oh one other thing buddy that popped up in into my head here is uh caesar jimenez is back this weekend and i believe he's training down there by you guys i think so what insight do you have for me there i mean he's he just got back from that shoulder injury but i'm not quite sure if he's going to try to race yet or not but he okay. was leaning towards racing yep. but he's still you know he's still in he's coming off that injury we've got six months of riding in on him and he had to take that three he was three months in then he had to take that three month break so right he's gonna be playing catch up if anyone can catch up it'd be him for sure 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, he's uh, such a likable guy. Uh, he messaged me and said his plan is to line up on Saturday at Briarcliff. So uh, fingers crossed that we see that and hopefully it goes well for him. But yeah, just uh, credit to him for just wanting to be out there. Like you said, the cards are stacked against him. He hasn't had much riding time at all coming back from this pretty serious uh, shoulder injury here. And uh, yeah, it sounds like sounds like he plans to to line it up at Briarcliff. Just wanted to shed some light on that and give him credit, welcome him back. And it sounds like Zach Decker, obviously not going to be racing this weekend, but sounds like he's back on the quad too which is amazing to to hear and see but uh buddy we're we're always pulling for you i can't thank you enough for your time love always always love like i said i love the way you think love talking racing with you wishing you the best of luck at briarcliff and uh we'll plan to see you there in a few short days all right man i'll see you there Thanks so much, pal. That's fourth place finisher at Pleasure Valley, Cody Ford, who is looking for more of that this weekend in Ohio, brought to you by Caldera Lab and their high-performance skincare products. Get 20% off with our code DIGGINGDEEP20 at calderalab.com slash DIGGINGDEEP20. Thanks so much, pal. Safe travels, and uh, we'll see you soon. All right, thank you. See you, pal. Success in the ATV MX world is similar to what creates financial success as well. The right people, the right advice, and more importantly, hard work and the benefit of an ongoing relationship as situations change and adversity is experienced. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Haymower Financial Group can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help your family prepare for whatever life brings. Call me, Scott Haymower, at Haymower Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services at 920-338-8150. That's 920-338-8150. Offices located in beautiful De Pere, Wisconsin, with registrations and clients nationwide. Headlined by the 4130 Chromali, Launderville Steel and Concrete Supply is a full-service steel supplier of new and surplus steel, aluminum, and stainless steel products. This racing family-owned full metal service center and concrete product supplier comes with over 30 years of experience serving the entire United States from their central Midwest location. As the number one choice for nationwide shipments and with available next-day delivery in select areas, LSE has you covered near or far. 4130 is not just the chromoly tubing and plate used in the building of chassis for an array of motorsports applications, but it is also the name of the newest addition to the Pro Paddock with riders Jaden J.J. Launderville and Max Linquist, introducing the new 4130 Motorsports team. Launderville Steel offers a large selection of material for any project, including their concrete division that can supply everything you need to complete your next business or personal project. For a quote or more info, visit LaundervilleSteel.com today or give them a call at 715-675-6193. That's 715-675-6193. Here at Digging Deep, we have an obvious passion for ATVs and pridefully enjoy sharing the sports history. Since 2019, when the podcast was born, we've been working to partner with individuals who share our passion, but one man and his vision had been missing from our partnership group until now. When it comes to the sports history, the hallowed grounds of Binky's Forever ATC Museum has it all. Binky Tapscott's mind-blowing collection of three- and four-wheelers has preserved history by spanning all makes and models from Honda three-wheelers in chronological order to unique builds that shaped ATV racing as we know it, like Doug Gust's iconic DRZ-powered hybrid thumper and everything in between. There's no denying Binky's passion, a passion that we certainly relate to here at Digging Deep. Binky's goal is to share his amazing collection with fellow enthusiasts by making his prized possessions accessible to the public via scheduled visits. Follow Forever ATC Museum on Facebook and watch foreveratc.com for further updates on possibly getting a chance to see Binky's Forever ATC Museum for yourself. We are proud to welcome Binky's Forever ATC Museum to the Digging Deep family. 
As the number one podcast in ATV racing, it's only right that we partner with the industry leaders in suspension tuning. Insert Impact Solutions. Impact Solutions is a full-service ATV and side-by-side suspension center specializing in the revalving and service of your motocross and off-road suspension. With over 25 years of elite-level knowledge, experience, and testing with riders of all ages and ability levels, Jay Goebel and the Impact crew strive to exceed the client's expectations for service and setup. Impact Solutions is the official Elka Suspension Service Center of the United States, offering unmatched product knowledge and experience. Whether you're in need of service, parts, warranty, sales, or technical support, Impact Solutions has you covered. Head over to ImpactSolutionsATV.com or give them a call today. Thanks for listening, and remember to support our partners. Now back to the show. Man, so stoked for the week ahead at Briarcliff. Hope you are too after this one. Thanks to tonight's guests, Jeremy Osborne and Cody Ford. Thanks to producer Dallas Jansen, my brother, for all his hard work. Thanks to Brooke and AMA official Harv Whipple. Thanks to photographers Ken Hill and Logan Tremellen of Tremellen Media House. Shout out to Michelle Stillo and Rated MX. Tune in this weekend to watch the live feed of the races on the Rated MX Facebook page. Thanks to all of our donors. You know who you are. We appreciate you so much. Thanks to all of our partners. CST Tires. Go to shop.csttires.com today. Yamaha thanks to Blue Crew, thanks to SSI decals, Valvoline, DID Racing Chain, Namira Technologies, Bronco ATV and UTV Components, Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply, the financial advice of the Haymaro Financial Group, DP Brakes, Factory 43, Binkies Forever ATC Museum, Impact Solutions, a new partner called Daryl Lab and their high-performance men's skincare products and regiment. We all know that moto is a gnarly sport. It can be hard on our skin, so allow Caldera Lab to help you achieve your skincare goals this summer. Get 20% off with our code DIGGINGDEEP20 at calderalab.com slash DIGGINGDEEP20 and Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at Manscaped. Support all the brands that support our show and don't forget to use those codes to save. Find it all on our website and be sure to click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner for all your gear and parts needs and to help us out. And most of all, thanks to you guys for listening. All your ATV fantasy info heading into round nine can be found at atvfantasy.com. Shop.diggingdeepatvmx.com is your go-to spot for all of our Digging Deep merch. And if you're looking for another easy way to help support us, you can visit our website and click the Patreon or Buy Me a Coffee buttons. This allows you to set up a one-time or monthly contribution to support our efforts. If you leave us a voicemail, we'll play it on the show, 920-569-3519. Follow the show on social media, Digging Deep ATVMX Podcast, and myself, Cody Jansen, for additional content coverage and more fun stuff as we are within days of round nine and just a couple weeks from this 2023 season being in our rearview mirror. How the heck does that happen? You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Wherever you find podcasts, you'll find the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. All episodes, additional podcast providers, sponsor links, and discount codes, show merchandise, fantasy info, and more can all be found on our website, diggingdeepatvmx.com, so check that out today. Be a friend, tell a friend, please download, subscribe, rate, review, and share. And with that, for Jeremy Osborne, Cody Ford, Brooke Jansen, Dallas Jansen, and I'm your host, Cody Jansen. Thanks for listening to and making us the most listened to podcast in ATV racing with 225,000 downloads last month in 103 total countries. Until next time, thanks for joining us in digging deep with the stars of ATV Motocross.
See you at Briarcliff, and we'll see you next week right here on the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. Things are crashing and burning here at the Digging Deep podcast, much like the Titanic. Those guys were hauling ass, for real. I remember watching Doug Gus, I don't know who it was, Steel City, running the same times Friday afternoon as James Stewart was on Sunday back then. It was mental. I've never seen quads go that fast. Quad leaders are freaking 